Hey guys, um, it's Taylor and Vicky with um, Mom and Me Convos, and today we are going to talk about a few different things, but I think first we're just going to go ahead and talk about how much snow we all got. Yes, we did. How much did um, you guys get? You know what? I am not sure exactly how much we got. I think the weatherman um, didn't didn't really know what we were going to get. I think they were they uh, they kind of got a little wrong as far as the timing goes because we all thought that yesterday on Saturday that we were going to wake up and it was going to be snowing, but it just did nothing but rain all day yesterday. And uh, Friday after work, uh, your dad and I, we actually went and did the grocery shopping, and it was a madhouse. It was crazy. Mm-hmm. We de- we decided to go to Walmart because we figured that Kroger would be packed and or, you know, any other grocery store would be packed. So we decided to do um, Walmart, and Walmart was worse than Black Friday. <laughs> It was crazy. And literally your dad grabbed the last loaf of bread on the shelf. No kidding. It was crazy. People were like thinking, oh my gosh, we're going to have this blizzard. And um, on the way home, I called your brother and I was like, it's crazy. They're expecting this big storm. They're saying it's going to be a blizzard and everybody's going nuts. And Caleb said, watch, it's probably going to just rain. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, then yesterday I called him and I said, you're right. All we got was rain today. And then, you know, as the day went on it, and the temperatures were dropping, um, it started icing. And then last night we had like a layer of ice on the cars. And uh-huh. so right before we went to bed, I said, well, look, it's snowing. So it literally, it hammered down snow throughout the middle of the night and, um, the high with the high winds and it was just drifting really bad. So I'm not really for certain how much we got. I would say maybe three or four inches of snow mm-hmm. um, here at our in Jamestown. So um, yeah, here it we weren't supposed to get any snow at all. All it was supposed to do was rain all weekend. And yesterday we had uh, Jason's basketball game, and we came home and it was it had just downpoured. We were walking in, it was just pouring. We walk out, it was pouring. We went to Waffle House afterwards and it was still just pouring down raining, but like it was like 60 degrees outside. And then last night we were laying in bed and I look out the window and it's like bright outside. I was like, what is going on? It looked like there was like <laughs> a like alien spacecraft or something because it was the, <laughs> the sky was so bright from where the snow was reflecting off all the lights. So I was like, yeah. Man, it's so bright outside. It almost looked like it was like about to be morning time. It was crazy. But we <laughs> we got about an inch or two and um it's kind of surprised me because we weren't supposed to get it. We're actually supposed to get a lot of snow on Wednesday, but it doesn't ever snow here. So when it does, people lose their freaking minds. Last <laughs> year, they're like, Oh my lord, a centimeter of snow. Let's all die. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not leaving. I'm not leaving my house if it's flurrying outside. I'm like, good lord, y'all ain't never been to Ohio. Yeah, that's I, funny. They last year, me and Mela, we went to the grocery store and they were calling for a little bit of flurries. And kid you not, there was a line at the commissary out the door. I was like, me and this girl, this girl that um, I was with in the line with, me and Mela were sitting there eating donuts out of the box because it was a two hour wait. But I, I remember that it was yep. two hour wait is terrible. And <laughs> me and this girl were like, is this serious? She's like, I just came for some bread and eggs. And I was like, I just came for diapers and all that crazy stuff. And 
it was so terrible. Um, the lady, was, she was from Michigan, so I'm like, okay, well, she knows that. Yeah, she knows about snow, too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. funny. That's funny. But good old So, snow. have you guys had a good day? Because today is your hubby's birthday. It's Chance's birthday. Did you guys yes. do anything to celebrate? It's actually pretty funny. All he wanted to do was sleep in, which is a given. We have four children. We don't get a whole lot of sleep. So last night he stayed up until like three or four in the morning playing video games. I was like, whatever. <laughs> His birthday, he can cry if he wants to. So he stay, he slept until like 11 and then he woke up to I fixed him breakfast and I fixed him waffles, bacon, eggs, and um, home fries. And then um, he woke up and took a shower. We were going to go to church this morning, but it got canceled. Got everybody freaking out about the centimeter of snow we got. <laughs> and, <laughs> and But we ended up not going. But all he wanted to do was just play video games. And then he wanted Taco Bell for dinner. I was like, wow, very easy. Wow, that is pretty <laughs> easy. That but he wants, to watch, he wants to watch a movie later, too, with me. Oh, that'll be nice. That'll yeah. be nice. But, yeah. but um. I think the topic that we were going to talk about today um, is basically really not um, about anybody in particular at all in any way. It's it's actually something that I have kind of struggled with. Mm-hmm. Really, basically, I've struggled with this my whole life. Um, I've always tried to be a nice person and be nice to everybody. I've tried, you know, and for the most part I am. And I have been told that I am too nice of a person. So I have really struggled. I've really struggled with that. And I've really struggled with if somebody does not like me and, um, and it bothers me. Like if I ever, and I would, I would say that most people are that way. Like deep down, if they find out that somebody doesn't like them, they, it bothers them and, and it, you know, they wonder, why don't they like me? What have I done? And I have just really, I've really struggled with that. Um, and um, I just kind of, the older I get, I have just realized that I can't, I can't let it get to me. I can't mm-hmm. let it bother me. I have just got to be like, look, if I can be the best person that I can be, if I can Mm -hmm. be nice to everybody, um, I feel like that, you know, I'm doing the right thing. I'm being, you know, the, the better person I've had people like make comments to me Mm -hmm. and, um, that have been very hurtful and, um, it's hard People take advantage of you. It's hard being a nice person because Mm -hmm. there are people out there that are not nice. And, you know, I don't know. And sometimes they may not mean it, but it is very hurtful. It is very hard being too nice of a person. It it really is. And I sometimes I wish that I could just go off on somebody and just let him have it. But it's that's not who I am. Right. And um you know, I feel like that there are probably a few people that don't like me and I don't, um, you know, I, the way I look at it is that, you know, there are people out there that probably don't like themselves and I'm probably not the only person that they don't like, you know, I've just, I've gotten to know, or I've, you know, seen how other people and I interact with a lot of different people all the time. And I just see how, they will nitpick about every, everybody, you know, they they find their flaws. 
when I look at somebody, I don't find their flaw. I don't want to find their flaw. Exactly. You know? And, um, you know, I'm the type of person and, and we, and we have dealt with this at my job. If somebody is sick, you know, when they come back into work, some people are like, Oh, stay away from me. I don't want what you have. And yeah, you know, I don't want to get what they have either, but for me personally, I don't want to treat them bad. When they walk right. in the door, I say, oh, are you feeling better? You know, I don't want to say, oh, don't come near me. Because that's just common courtesy. You don't say stuff like that. Like, you don't want to feel like you're a disease. Exactly. Or, and I or mean, a burden. And, and, you know, I have been made to feel that way. Like, I will walk into work and I've been sick the day before and everybody's like, stay away from me. You know, and I'm like, oh, my gosh. Okay, well, I have to come to work. If I don't come to work, I'm not going to get paid. (laughs) So I got to be here. So, and and sometimes, you know, people just make their comments and I just know that just people are who they are. And some people can just be really mean, really hateful. And the older I get, I realize um, that it's not sometimes just me, it's them. And they're Mm -hmm. the ones with the problem, not me. And, you know, if there's anybody out there that dislikes me, for any reason, you know, I'm sorry. I wish they could say, Hey, this is what you did wrong to me. So I can say, Hey, I'm really sorry if I hurt you because I don't want to be that person. The older I get, I just, I don't want to have, I don't want any enemies and I want to be able to go to bed every night knowing that I don't have any enemies. I haven't done anything to anybody. That's, Mm -hmm. I don't, I want to be able to say, I'm sorry for anything I've ever done to anyone. Right. So, um, you know, and, and we've kind of been dealing with that with Marley here at Mm -hmm. home because somebody said something to her on social media that was very hurtful and yeah, (laughs) we won't go there, but I have my opinions and I'm allowed because I'm big sister. So I know, I know. But the thing of it is, is that I told Marley and Marley's the type of person that she takes everything so personal and a hundred people can tell her, Marley, you're awesome. We love you. But one person can say something, some some, something mean and degrading and it is stuck in her mind and she can't let it go. She will be an adult. She will be my age and she will remember that comment made to her because you can't take back things that you say. And I know that we've all, we're all guilty of saying things Uh that we shouldn't say and later on regretting things that we've said. And I'm just hoping that this person will step up and apologize to Marley and, um, I he just, won't, though, because he's so, you know, in high school, girls and boys are so mean. And I can honestly say that because, you know, I was in high school and I, I wrote a blog last night. Should, should I Yes, read it? I want you to read your blog. Okay, so I have a blog. If anybody else wants to read, I've kind of gone into depth about the struggles between Chance and I um, and our life and, you know, getting pregnant in high school and just everything. But I've also uh, covered topics like um, forgiveness and people not liking you and holding grudges and stuff like that, because I am a true believer that you shouldn't hold grudges and you should forgive people because we everybody makes mistakes. So you want to be forgiven, too. But one thing that I had written about last night was it's called haters and (laughs) I'm going to go ahead and read it. Okay. Blocking out the haters. All right. Okay. It says, 
I'm not everyone's cup of tea, and I'm okay with that. Over the years, I've dug holes that were hard for me to get out of. I've put myself in terrible situations that I take full responsibility for. I've never been one to say it's all their fault because I know good and well that I've contributed to the hot messes that I've been in. For the longest time, I would stoop to the level of a hater, whether it be to subtweet, make a Facebook post, or gossip about that person. But what good does any of that do? And I'm to the age now where I don't have the time, energy, or interest to hate my haters, so I'm going to love them instead. Time and time again, I've been taken to the floor with what someone has said about me. I realize how bad it made me feel when others expressed their opinions of me, and after a while, you start to believe what they said. A few years ago, I had to stop reacting to hate and learn to love the right way. I realized I wasn't doing any good for myself by giving attention and entertaining people who don't have a positive, who don't have a positive influence in my life. I realized it was time to focus on the good. It's a sad world we live in. We've all contributed to hate. None of us can deny that. We've all equally played a part in hating, but we need to empower, motivate, inspire, and push each other to love and strive for success and happiness. So for whoever is reading this, smile, because the haters are always watching. And I 110% agree with that because, you know, like I said, I'm not everyone's cup of tea. I am not a perfect person. I have stuck my nose in places that I shouldn't have that I completely regret. And I have apologized, you know, for things that I have done. There's things that I could apologize more for. But the thing is, is that social media, can, is, it's just, we talked about social media and just like how mm-hmm. awful it can be. There's so many benefits to social media, you know, catching up with family that you've not seen in a while, especially for military spouses, because right, you, right. you may... You make friends with the military wife. You can see all their kids' stuff, you know, and get involved and stuff. But what really, really just pisses me off is social media. And people go taking, using it as an outlet to talk bad and to talk, you know, I always say Twitter fingers, trigger fingers, whatever. It's, you you can't hide behind your phone. If you're not going to say it in person, don't, don't stay on social media for everybody else to get involved. Don't involve everybody else. And I've been guilty of it. Totally 110%. But I had, I had to step back and realize I'm annoying. This is annoying. It annoys me when I see other people. Oh, guess what Rebecca said about me? Right. You know, right. Like, Nobody cares, Sarah. Like, right. Right. I I'm, understand. I'm, I'm, and I, you am know, really... I just made those names up. So that's not, <laughs> it's, not... <laughs> it's not directed towards anybody. I love and all my I... Facebook friends. <laughs> and I am really proud of you, though, because you have come a long way. And I remember back in high school, I used to get so mad. And threatened to shut your phone off because <laughs> I, and I would make you delete stuff on social media. And it's really, it's an, it, it was just the age. I mean, that's, oh, yeah. kids are doing it now. And, you know, the kid that was mean to Marley on Snapchat, you know, it, it, he was hiding behind his phone. So, mm-hmm. um, I don't know. I just, I know I, we can, we can go over and over and over social media and it's just, it is what it is. But I, I mean, the problem that I have is I just, I don't know. <laughs> Dra- just drama for me in general. I had, you know, I had some good friends here. Um, we've been at Fort Campbell for three years now. It'll be three years this April. And when I first got here, I immediately had drama. I told myself when I left Jamestown, I was starting a new life. I was coming here. 
Well, there was a girl that I had previously known from my hometown, and there was just a lot of drama. She made up a lot of stuff about me, and I had to find out that she was saying all kinds of terrible things about me. Not going to say who she is. Not going to throw her (laughs) out there like that. Yeah. But I will say there was a lot of drama involved, and um, me and a group of girls, we just didn't talk to her anymore. Well, those girls were, like, telling me everything she said, and I was like, what you know it was just like all high school for me and I felt so toxic but I got to this group of friends that I was with and then I realized over time it became toxic so Mm -hmm. right it was more drama so I was like I gotta get out of here you know I got a family I had I had three kids at the time and I was like I got three kids like and a husband, I don't have time for this bull crap. So- yeah, I remember, I remember you would call me and you would say, oh my gosh, so-and-so is talking so bad about so-and-so to me. Do you think that they're talk, they talk bad about me? And I'd say, mm-hmm. yeah, they probably do talk bad about you. I don't understand that. Why do people talk bad about their friends? I don't Why? know. I don't and they know. Use, they talk so bad about people and then they're hanging out with them the next day. Right. You're right. not their friend. If you're going to talk, if, if you have a very well concern about somebody and you are expressing your, your concern, that is different. Right. But I don't say things behind people's back that I won't say to their face. I have a loud mouth. I am a bold person. I don't have a filter. If I have something to say, I will say it to their face. That's just who I am. Right, right. I don't care if you're Stone Cold Steve Austin. I don't care if you're Obama. I will say something if I have an opinion. (laughs) Well, and I know. And I just remember that whole ordeal when you first moved there. And, you know, I was so excited that you made friends right away. Uh But then it was every day you were calling me or like, oh, my gosh, mom, this and this and this. And oh, my gosh, can you believe this? And and finally, you were just like. And I would say, Taylor, you just need to step away from that circle. You need to get away from those army wives. You were right. And then, and then finally one day you said, Mom, I've had enough. I'm done. I'm not friends with them anymore. I'm out. I'm getting mm-hmm. away from them. And you did because I remember saying, you know, you just need to stick to your family. And you just need to, to stay with that. And I know we said we weren't going to mention names. So if these girls listen to this podcast, oh, well. But, you know, in, <laughs> in some ways – when you are an army wife, I don't really know because I'm, I'm not one, but just hearing stuff that you've said, a lot of times there's nothing else better to do than to sit around Freaking right. and talk bad <laughs> about other people. And, you know, most of them, they either had no kids or one kid. And here, you know, you've got, now you have four. So you just don't have time to deal with the drama. You uh-huh. just don't have time with it, time for it. So I it mean, baffled me because all these girls had kids too. And I'm just sitting there thinking like, I haven't had drama since it's been uh, a year. It was a year in November since I had talking to any of those girls. Yeah. And there was just, they would talk real bad about my kids and like my kids at the time, I'm sorry, but I have hooligan of children. They're not bad kids. They're not. <laughs> I think the best was when Chase and clogged the one girl's oh, toilet. <laughs> no, listen to this. This girl's okay. Chasen went to their house, and my son and my husband both are known to clog toilets. They are known <laughs> for it. Them boys don't mess around. They will paint the walls. They are boys through and through. They're nasty. Anyways, oh my so, gosh, there you go. No nasty. <laughs> yep, seriously, they are nasty boys. Okay, so we go to this girl's house, and I was with the other army wife, and um. We had been dropping something off or visiting. I can't really remember what we were there for. But we were there, and Chasen really had to go poop. 
So <laughs> she, he, I said, Hey, is it okay if Jason goes? Well, Jason's the type of person he doesn't, he's at that age now where he doesn't like people to go to the bathroom with him because he don't like anybody seeing a schmeckle. So, <laughs> so he was in there by himself. Well, apparently he, you know, did his business and he clogged the toilet. Well, he, I don't want to say like too much, but like, he, I don't think he thought he looked like wiped good enough. So he used a little bit too much toilet paper, but he's, he was four at the time. Right. And so he didn't tell me probably cause he was embarrassed, but I told him, I stood outside the door. I said, Hey, just make sure you wash your hands. I didn't think to check the toilet. Like that's just not something you go do and look at mm-hmm. now I do to make sure. But mm-hmm. so I get a, a text message that night from the wife pissed at me basically telling me that Jason's not allowed to use her bathroom ever again I'm like he wasn't allowed to come over to her house anymore yeah yeah he wasn't allowed he wasn't allowed to come over to her house anymore this girl was a neat freak and she had one son so you'd think that she'd be a little bit more lenient and I'm she's like Jason wasn't allowed to come over to her house anymore I'm like well it's okay because we're never coming over to your house again yeah and that was it that was like and that was it I yeah you don't talk crap about my kids you don't say that kind of stuff as a mother, you know what? I hope her son blows up every single toilet he ever uses. <laughs> I pray. Oh, That's I funny. can't wait. That's funny. Well, we won't we won't discuss any more of those stories just because. No, but, but I thought that was a funny. That was the funniest story. Yeah, like, that was funny. We that won't have funny. drama over my kids' poop. <laughs> hey, you talked about grudges. And yes, and I really think that that is something that is on the green side because it's not on Mm -hmm. my side. You have seen my side of the family and how we are all so forgiving. And, um, you know, that's me. I'm, I'm too forgiving. Like I come from a family. We're a very strong Christian family and we are big on forgiveness. And, um, I mean, you've seen that, you know, Mm -hmm. that, you know, we've seen people in, in that have messed up and where our family is just like, Hey, you know, God forgives us. We forgive you, you know, basically, but, um, but you have seen your dad, your dad. And I have actually talked about this here lately about how he needs to just kind of lighten up and not hold grudges. He's really, dad is, dad is becoming soft in his old age. He is getting soft, <laughs> but I think that his side of the family, oh my gosh, like don't get on their bad side because they will hate you for life. They will, yeah. they will cut you off. They won't speak to you anymore. <laughs> Don't you dare steal a cigarette. Because Aunt, Aunt Teresa won't take that crap. Mm-mm. No, she won't. <laughs> no. I think uh, she vapes now, though. Oh. <laughs> but, but you know, I... I love that woman. She's my hero. That That's the part of me that I don't want you kids to be like that. I want you kids to... I don't want you guys to hold grudges. I want you to... And I can see that... You all three are a lot like your dad mm-hmm. compared to me. And I think I forgive though out of the easily easiest yeah, out of all of us kids. Yeah. Like as, as you've gotten older and you've had kids and you've kind mm-hmm. of like mellowed out and you've seen like, you know, Hey, all of these people have forgiven me for things. So, mm-hmm. you know, I have to forgive people because it is, it is, um, it's a hard thing to do. And you know what? It's a hard thing to like, it's a hard thing to like confront an issue that you're having. Like if you're having an issue with a friend or a family member, it is hard to be able to come up with the guts to confront it and to just talk to that person and say, Hey, I'm sorry for my part in what has gone wrong. You know, can we try to get this out? And you know, 
like I just, um, I've seen a lot and I've seen a lot in your dad's side of the family, but we also have it going on on my dad's side of the family. You know, we've got some family that, that they don't talk. And, you know, I, I know a couple people that, you know, their family, there's some people in their family that they don't speak to each other anymore. Mm -hmm. And it, to me, it is so sad. Mm -hmm. And, but sometimes you just have to love somebody from far away and you just have to keep loving them. And if they don't want to be in your life, they don't want to be in your life. But, you know, if they, if they come knocking at your door, you welcome them in and you love them and you don't care. Put your arms around them. That's right. No matter what, because that's family. But you know, it's it's actually kind of funny that you said that because recently um, I've had some closure with a lot of things that um, from my past, and um, I've had a big weight lifted off my shoulder. And I just I feel so I don't want to say like powerful, but I sometimes I just I feel like I'm on top of the world. Like I'm I finally at a good place. I got a good husband. I got good kids. I have a good life, a, a stable home. Like I find I'm not on top of the world. I haven't arrived. None of us have arrived. But right, I, right. I feel like I I feel like I just just feel so good. I feel so good in my mental state of mind. I feel so great. But you know, if you don't forgive someone, and I hate to say this to anybody, and I'm sorry if it offends anybody, but I'm going to say it. You're a hypocrite. You are a hypocrite because you make mistakes too. Right, everyone, exactly. Everyone that walks this world, everybody that walks outside, they make mistakes. They lie. Everybody does. Nobody tell. Not everybody tells the truth about everything. They fib a little bit. You gossip. That's. You, did you know worrying is a sin? Yeah, your dad, your dad tells me that all the time because I worry all the time. (laughs) Oh, I'm the same way. It it comes with motherhood. I worry about if my kids are eating enough vegetables, which they they do. My kids are going to turn into little green beans. But seriously, if you think that it is okay to hold a grudge, you're a hypocrite. When you don't forgive, you give somebody else that power over your life. Right. You give somebody else that that dominance over your life to hold that anger inside your body for the rest of your life. Why do you want to live like that? Love, forgive. You don't have to say, Hey, I forgive you. But in your mental state of mind, if they don't apologize, Oh, well, yeah. You know, and that's what I was going to say. That's what I could, because your dad has held grudges and I'm like, listen, you, you don't have to get an apology from them. You uh-huh. can say, you know what, I, I'm going to forgive them because it's going to take a weight off of my shoulders. I forgive them. If they are not sorry, that's on them. Mm-hmm. And just, I choose, I choose to be happy. I choose it. Right. I want it. I am not going to let anger and bitterness and sadness and all of the things that have happened to me in the past. I'm not going to let control control and dictate my life. I choose love and happiness and success and empowerment and motivation to be, I want to inspire other people by my story. I want people when they listen to me to be like, wow, I want to be like that. And right. I want, I want to be positive. I want to empower other women and moms to, you know, be a good mother and to be a good wife and to be a good army wife. Like I, I want people to understand that I want to be that person. And I don't want past conflictions to deteriorate my soul because this is the only life I have. Right. Why am I exactly. going to let some, somebody that doesn't like me or something that has happened in the past, why in the world would I let anybody tear me down? Right. Exactly. And I tell your dad, 
I have, your dad and I have had so many different conversations over Mm -hmm. different situations that, you know, we know others are going through and what we're kind of going through. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we will talk about how, you know, I, and I honestly feel like it takes years off of your life when you Mm -hmm. let so much hate and bitterness just take over you. How Mm -hmm. can you hate someone so much? I mean, Unless they have done something that is unforgivable to you. Like you know? murder. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I mean, so I just, there, I That's just the feel thing, like. That's the thing, though. I don't believe that, though. I feel like there's, everything is forgivable, you know? Yeah. And you've said that before. You're like, you know, you've said, I, I, I honestly feel like nothing is unforgivable. If somebody is willing to step up and say, you know, I really am sorry. I don't want any conflict. It takes balls. It takes balls for someone to say I was wrong. It does do that. If you can do that, you have the biggest set of freaking kahunas in the world. Exactly. You do. I mean, it's, you can, you can almost like you said, man up and just be like, Mm -hmm. look, I was wrong. I shouldn't have acted that way, you know, but you, like I said, you know, you don't have to have somebody apologize to you. And, and I'll, if anybody is listening to this podcast and I have hurt you in any way, I am sorry. Same. And if they can feel free to private message me on Facebook or whatever, and I will be more than happy to have a positive conversation. Yes. I'm not going to. I'm not going to fight and argue with anybody. I don't, I don't have time for it. And I don't want that ugliness in my life. I don't want it. And I feel like our world, this world would be a better place if we stopped judging and we stopped, like you said, we need to empower others. We need to lift them up. Um, Mm -hmm. But I, I do, I feel like, um, this world would be a better place if we all just loved a little harder, if we looked past imperfections, if we weren't selfish, so many people in this world. And I'm, I will admit there have been times I've been selfish, mm-hmm. but so Everyone. many people are so selfish for their own. They want something for themselves. So they don't care that they're hurting others. Mm-hmm. And I know I shouldn't touch on this, but I'm going to. One of the things that I have noticed, and I struggled with it, and it really, it really, really bothered me for a really long time. Um, One of the, um, uh, somebody who was very, very special to me was Grandma Green. Uh And Grandma, uh, she, she was there for your dad. She took him in at a young age and he, and he lived with her mm-hmm. and, you know, it was hard for, you know, um, your dad's mom, you know, I'm sure it was really hard, but the situation, it, it just worked out better for your dad to live with grandma and grandpa green. Mm-hmm. And so I got to know her and I was in seventh grade when I met her and she was the sweetest lady. She had a heart of gold. She would do anything for anybody. Mm-hmm. She had nine kids. She had 10, but nine living. And she was a wonderful mother and mm-hmm. she was a wonderful grandmother. And, um, to the I, thousand grandchildren. Yeah. And anybody that would want to come, come in, if they needed a place to stay, grandma and grandpa were like, you can stay here until you find something, come on here and say, and I remember saying, telling your dad, like, um, man, I have never seen so many people go in and out of your grandparents' house. 
And just because I, you know, I grew up and lived with my mom and dad, you know, and so, um, you know, grandma could take just a few items in the refrigerator and make this huge meal. And I'm like, oh my gosh, how did you make all this food? You know, it was just like, <laughs> it just, she's wonder woman. Yeah, I know. She was wonder woman. Mm. So, she, you know, she lived a wonderful life. Um, and I know that there was some conflict with the family and after grandpa green passed away and, and, um, who mama was or grandma was going to live with and she moved and, and some siblings stopped talking or they weren't getting along and they were arguing. And I mean, I, I get that. I didn't want to like get involved in all that because I, and your dad and I, we would not take sides. One of them would talk bad about them to us when we would be at family. And then another one would talk bad about the other one to us when we were with family. And we would just listen. We stayed out of it. We didn't want to take sides. Your dad's just like, I love each and every one of my aunts and my uncles. And I'm right. not going to get involved. Um, but your dad was very bothered by the fact that when Grandma Green, when it was her time to go, there was half of them didn't even come and see her. Yep. And your dad could not believe it. Couldn't fathom it. He couldn't believe it. And I said, Joe, this is what I've been telling you about you, how, how you hold grudges. You get so mad at somebody that you don't care about, like, the big picture. Right. You don't care about how it affects others. And I'm like, you know, this is this is what I'm talking to you about. Like, one of the things that I feel like if you were to just kind of let some of that, that part of you go. And, um, you know, I feel like grandma green died of a, not, I don't think she died of a broken heart, but I think when she did pass away, she had a broken heart Yeah. because there is no way nobody could ever change my mind. If I am laying there on my deathbed and, you know, even a few weeks before asking about, you guys. And if you're going to come and see me, right. You know, I know if I were laying there on my deathbed and you didn't come see me or Caleb didn't come see me or Marley didn't come see me or like, you know, because you guys weren't getting along, that would break my heart. Right. I I'm sorry. And I know it's going to offend some people and I love each and every one of your dad's family. Right. I do. And I know that they have their reasons and I know I don't want to, I don't want to judge them, but I just feel like you, you're, you're not going to talk to your mom again. You're you never going to see her until you can't you're up get, there with her. You can't get, you can't, can't get a second chance. Yeah. You can't get it back, you know, and Ma- you know how Mamal has said she worked for hospice and she said all these years that the hearing is the last to go. Mm-hmm. And I honestly believe that she knows who all was there and who all told her goodbye. And I know I shouldn't be, I, I don't, and I don't hold grudges at all against any. I know that they have their own reasons, mm-hmm. but it bothered me. It really, really bothered me because I, I love that woman. I mean, she was such a good grandmother to your dad and she, she, I felt like she didn't deserve it. I've, you, you know, know, and everybody, I feel like everybody kind of wanted her to be like, 
oh, take my side. And it's like, Grandma, no, that's all of her children. She pushed every single one of you out. She's going to love you all equally. I would do the exact same thing. I would have done smack the crap out of my kids and be like, listen, y'all better start getting (laughs) it together. I know. I mean, you only have one mother and you only have one father. And it's so hard to, I mean, I hate it. I hate it when families... When families don't get along because I guess it's because I grew up in a family where we all get along. I don't have any issues at all with my sisters, with my parents. Um, we all get along. Same. And, you know, so I, I, to me, it, to me, it's so sad. And all you can do is just hope that things work out between them mm, and that they figure it out and, you know, there's always time to make things right. And there's always time to reconcile. And um, there's no, I, I mean, you can't, you can't turn back the clock, but you can make things right because you never know what tomorrow's going to bring. Somebody no, could, you don't. Somebody could get in a car accident and die. And then how you can right. feel, you know, you got to, whether it be apologize or just say, hey, I miss you. Hey, let's talk about this. I know things are hard, but there is nothing in this world that is unforgivable. Oh, no, there isn't. There isn't. And I just, um, I know, I know. And I think that it's just because me personally, I don't like fighting and arguing. I don't like confrontation. Mm -hmm. I don't like people to dislike me. I don't, um, I don't like the fact, I don't like the fact that I'm too nice. Right. I don't like the whole grudges. I would just rather just like let it roll, move on and just be like, and and if if I know that somebody doesn't like me, I just stay away from them. I just don't talk to them. Mm -hmm. I'm just like, whatever. They don't like me. It's okay. They don't don't hurt my feelings. Right. They don't have to like me, but, um, especially if it's somebody that's like, not really, um, I don't want this sound right the wrong way, but somebody that is just not really um, a positive influence in your life. No, no. Somebody that I'm just not really close with. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, you know, we live in a small town, so there's, you know, a lot of people know everything about you. So, you know, so-and-so can say, Oh, I don't like her because of this. And you know how that all jibber jabber gets all around and gossip gets around. Small town BS. Right. Right. So, I mean, oh, well, if they don't like me because of something really stupid and petty, whatever, I don't care. But as the only thing I'm really concerned about are my very, very close friends and my family. Mm-hmm. And I just don't like there to be any um, conflict. I, I want everybody to know that I love each and every one of them and I don't want any trouble with anybody. I, um, you know, it, it has taken me a really long time, but I'm there too. Like if anybody ever wants to talk to me, if they ever have any issues about things that happened in the past, or you, you, I did something that you don't like, feel free to message me and talk to me about things. You know, I'm not the same person, the same angry, bitter, crazy, psychopathic person that would just go off on everybody and be quick. You know, I'm, I'm different. I, you know, I'm not, like I said, I'm not a ride, but I'm more open to talking about things and working things out. And, you know, that's just whether you like it or not, I'm going to, you know, love, love everybody. That's just how I feel now. But I do think we should go ahead and wrap it up because we have been talking for almost 40 minutes. (laughs) Yes, we have. We have. So, but I mean, it was a good topic to talk about. I think so too. I think it's very good. It's one of the, it's probably the main thing that I struggle with yeah. is, you know, people liking, pe- you know, people that don't like me or, 
or also like holding grudges because I don't hold a grudge. So I feel bad. Somebody's holding a grudge against me or if I see other people who I love holding grudges, it just, it bothers me because mm-hmm. I just don't want there to be any I hard just, feelings. You don't yeah, want, you don't want exactly. their heart to suffer. Exactly. When you hold a grudge, that's what you do. You allow yourself to suffer. You allow grudge and anger and bitterness to, to bring you down. Right. Exactly. Exactly. So, all right. Well, I think we're going to go ahead and close it. (laughs) Sounds good to me. And I love you and, and thanks for talking and hopefully nobody gets offended by what I said. I don't want anybody to get offended. Nobody get offended, please. We, this is not meant to hurt anybody's feelings. We were just simply talking about things, but we have an Instagram page and it's called mom and mom me convos podcast it's on instagram um i'm gonna work on a website i think i'm gonna create for us maybe a facebook page we get a little bit more followers but i have people that are reaching out to us for other podcasts wanting us to do interviews and like talk on radio stations and stuff but go ahead like follow we talk about all kinds of things if you want us to talk about anything in particular we can cover anything but i love you mom i love you too babe all right we will see you guys next sunday all right all right yeah bye okay bye